Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Dan Patrick. Season's greetings from all of us at the Dan Patrick Show. Only the best people work on holidays. Dan and the Danettes are off. This is what we do for the holidays. <laughs> but the Dan Patrick Show continues straight on into 2020. Uh, who here has their house decorated? Yeah, we got all kinds of special things that we have like around the door. And Can you bring in a picture? Flakes. Yeah, I can take a picture. Yeah, He brings in a company to decorate his house for Christmas. I, I think I'm less lazy more. Just I just know my limitations and I can't. Uh, you can't hang some, something up and another man can. That's correct. But the playoffs are approaching and college bowl season is here from the Mercedes-Benz Studios in Los Angeles. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Well, and don't forget Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. That's here too. I mean, pretty much every other every other Christmas is going to be a Star did Wars. Did you movie. see it? Yes, I did. I, I, I'm thinking about going, and I'm not a big movie goer. I used to be, but not anymore. It's an event. You have to go. So, did you dress up and all that? No, no. I, well, I wore a Star Wars T-shirt. Okay. But, you know, I, I, did I dress up like as a Twi'lek or anything? No. Boy, what a nerd am I here, that I just said Twi'lek. And here I am last night watching. Uh, uh, what was it? Return of the Jedi was flipping. Oh uh, yeah, they had all all the movies the were on game and everything. Was a, was a bust to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was. I I started watching it, and then I saw that Return of the Jedi was on, so mm-hmm. I watched it. Look, I'm, don't spoil it. Don't spoil Return of the Jedi. No, people, not, you know, oh, people haven't seen Return no, of the Jedi. No, some people don't know. Don't spoil it. I mean, okay. you, you're going to tell people what happens on Endor. Oh, sorry, oh, spoiler. See? Look at you. No, but I'll tell you this: spoiler free. Rise of Skywalker. I mean, that's where Pizza Hut, the Hut eats himself. Is that, on, is that, on get, end, yeah. Pizza the Hut. There we go. Uh, is Rise of Skywalker is a perfectly acceptable and fine and fun ride and end to the Skywalker saga. You know, you're always going to get a, a loud group of people who hate the movie because it's not because it's what's on the screen, right? They don't know what they want. I just don't like what's on the screen. So you get a small, but when small groups are really loud, it sounds like it's so much bigger than it is. 
Rise of Skywalker was was pretty good. There's a lot of action right from the get go. Is it a you long movie? It? Uh, oh, no. It's about two and a half hours, but it doesn't seem long. Okay, because I, I mean, that, that's a long time to sit somewhere. Yeah, you're 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 summing up the end. You know, I know you got to go to the bathroom in the middle. I got stuff to do. Yeah, I know you're like one of those. You're you're like a millennial. I got to get on my phone. I got to send a I've sent a text in an hour and a half. I, I got pistachios do these to eat. Yeah, but it was it was a it was a fun way. It was it was it was. A movie that you will cheer, you'll cry, you'll be ten years old again. It was absolutely fine. What did it? Did it remake the the history? Is it, is it a transcendent experience in movie theater? No, but if you're a Star Wars fan, it was a pretty good movie. Okay, and if but if you was I just don't like it. Why? Because it, it's what they did, and I want something else. Okay, great. That, that unfortunately that's what's going to be out there. But it was absolutely fun. All right, I'm thinking about going to see it uh, during the, the holiday. I was. I haven't surprised. seen a Star Wars movie in a while. They had like R-rated previews for it, though. I'm like, whoa, what? what we can't, you have an R-rated? They had like the, there's another Bad Boys movie, believe it or not. And they had a Bad Boys. I'm going, whoa, well, you can't have an R-rated movie preview. This is Star Wars. Right. What the hell is going on here? That's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, I've, I've been telling my daughter, going, hey, so let's talk about after the movie. Right. Like, I don't want we'll it. You don't I don't know right. what Martin Lawrence is going to say in a promo. No it's right. an R-rated movie. Hey, so. After we're gonna get that's ice cream. Surpri- that's surprising the- that they would do that. I was re- yeah, I was really stunned about that. Yeah. I was really stunned. But I'd say Rise of Skywalker is pretty good. Hey, I'm not saying go see Cats, but Rise of Skywalker, you know, go see. So you haven't seen a movie in a while. Don't make it Cats. Right, I think Casablanca was the last movie I went to see. <laughs> Cat, Cat, here's how bad it is for Cats. Right? That's how bad. They're actually sending a new version of Cats to theaters with better special effects in, because the director said over the weekend, oh, I didn't really get a chance. We barely finished the effects in time for the movie to come out. So they're sending a, quote, new movie to theaters. I read that this weekend. What? They have a new version to get people to go see it. Hopefully that's not a Snopes thing. But wow. Just, you know. I'm, I'm not saying go see cats. No, I got I'm just it. Saying. Okay. Uh, I'm also not saying expect the Cowboys in the playoffs. Even though I want to, I would like to hear the Mr. Mustafalis at, you know, well, uh, look at come you. Come on, Mr. Mustafalis. Come on, give it up. Are you going to sing memory for us no, later? No, I'm not going to do that. You sure? You just thought I was a sports hack. No. I don't have any culture. I go to Broadway shows. I'm, I'm from New York originally. You you had no idea I had Mr. Mustafali. No, you? you that was a Winter Garden Theater pullout you Come just on, had right just there. Had that it. was pretty nice. Uh but obviously the big topic, the big story and a big weekend in the National Football League. Eagles beat the Cowboys, they take the NFC East lead, and the Cowboys are now looking for explanations as to what went wrong. Now we'll get to that in a second. But this may be the best part of the weekend. And it happened after the game, right? It, where do you see the ratings for this game yesterday? It's going to be it's going to be absolutely through the roof. Well, whenever a division is on the line like that, and it's at, the Cowboys, and it's the Cowboys, right? So that that had to be. If they didn't get big ratings on that, they're in trouble. I mean, that that that's a rating bonanza. After the game was over, Doug Peterson, Eagles head coach, is answering questions at his press conference, and a reportedly drunk fan got to sneak into the interview room and ask a question. Before he was removed. Now we're going to play the audio for you. It wasn't you. that somebody was drunk asking a question. It's just that he wasn't credentialed. Is that, yeah, yeah, that that's probably saying? what it was. Where were you yesterday around, no, around 7.30 Eastern time? Where, where were you, you? I was heading to the parking lot to wait to come talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> what happened? Hey, Doug, tell me what happened. <laughs> so what you're going to hear the audio, it's, you're going to hear a reporter is starting to ask a question. And this fan interrupts him and starts asking Doug Peterson about 
playing Eli Manning next week because that's the game the Eagles have to try to clinch the division. So here's the Only audio. Problem Listen, is Daniel Jones play. I, he, I, yeah, I, he threw like 11 touchdowns okay, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. All right. So Eli's not playing, but anyway. Well, he, he, but here's the beginning of the story. A reportedly drunk fan. So that, that's the beginning. It's not, you know, a Mensa member, you know, walked into the, you know, that's, that's not how the story begins. I got it. So here, listen to the audio from the beginning. You'll hear the fan ask an Eli Manning question. Then he gets ushered away. How can you say about your defense? It doesn't allow. It doesn't. Who is who? Who, who is this? You gotta go. Is he credentialed? Can I finish the question? Time out. The twenty or a full? Yeah, I want a full. <laughs> Holy cow! Eli, next week. What do you think? What I'm, do you think? But I, I love Peterson right there. Like. The first, he got it right away. He's aware of who's asking him questions. I, I'm serious, because he didn't just take the question and and he could have could have answered it, I guess. But he's like, who is that? I don't I don't even know who that is. And and is he credentialed? Like well, he didn't go he, he didn't go off. I'm just saying, like that's that's the way you're supposed to do it. And who is this? Well, if he's a guy walking in with a backwards Eagles hat and a Harold Carmichael jersey, he's a, hey, what do you think, Eli? Next week, right. I'm, I'm going to go on the assumption that you're you not a member there. of the media. Right. I mean, I know there's the blogosphere now, and who knows who gets credentialed. Well, but, but that's, that's I'm going to say that you're is not the that issue. Guy. That that is the issue. You just said it. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, acting or or uh, masquerading as reporters because they have some website or. You know what I mean? Or some blog or something. And I'm not knocking those people, but they're not credential reporters. And, and that, and, and a lot of those guys wind up getting into press conferences. I don't know how. Look, but I hear you, but what would you have rather heard? The easy, Questions that you're going to get. Would you rather hear this guy who is allegedly no, I, drunk asking him questions about Eli? I'd have rather it. heard that press conference. No, I understand. But that was, uh, that, 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 uh, well, well, the big thing is that once in a lifetime performed. The last two weeks they had bad teams and they had to come back and he had to throw touchdowns late mm-hmm. in the game to win. And people were, were, you know, knocking him. Oh, that there was a struggle against Washington and it was a, sh- uh, who they played the other week? And it was struggled against uh, the other team that they beat at the end. But the bottom line is that they got it done. And in this game, Carson Wentz showed up for his team. His team was depleted and down their number one receiver yesterday. Wasn't he a former quarterback? So that they didn't have anybody. He didn't use that as a crutch or whatnot. He just went out there and played. He had a really good game. Uh, and a couple missed field goals. That would have been even, you know, they had two missed field goals that were makeable or doable that uh, would have run up the score even more. So he was in control of that game. He played really well. Uh, Doug, uh, talk for a minute about Carson Wentz. Like, that's you getting the press. Uh, uh, Carson had a great day today. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to talk now. I mean, you know really, what? I mean honestly. When I, what's funny was when I worked in Detroit, if uh, you didn't ask Bill Lambier a question mm-hmm. and you made a statement, you hear some guys do that. Right. Uh, that was a really good game y'all had today. Well, well what, what's, what's the question? You know what I mean? And Bill Lambert would say, you have a question? Yeah. That, that's not a question. You, you just made a statement. He would hold people to that to make them ask questions. And, and I, and I agree with that. You don't just ramble and, and, and the other one is, and you've been there, Jason, but you see the guys who have the mics, uh, probably getting sound for radio and they kind of twirl it around. Hey, uh, Tell me about like just like you said. Tell me about Carson Wentz. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well, he's six foot 
for and uh he went to this school and you know i mean tell me about him ask a question about his performance and what he did uh doug was your plan to run and throw the ball today <laughs> yeah i mean really i mean these are reporters and i'm not i don't want to rip on reporters but you see press conferences where just ask a good question right. but instead that's what you get you get your where yeah how you doing yeah i'm with uh a uh, 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 blogosphere uh unlimited um your uniforms are really green today yeah, can Why? you tell me did did they use some sort of did you use tide or you know or something that brought out the color of the green or something crazy like that? But uh, the Eagles. Did you, you expect you think this to, about, be, to be so low scoring? <laughs> did you expect this? But this this is huge. This Coaches is, is Die Hard a Christmas? Oh yeah, movie? that would have been a nice one. Uh, what, what what yeah? What is is Die? Because I think Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie too. Rocky or Rambo, coach? Oh God, one? we can't do that. <laughs> But 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 a big win for the Eagles. Now they control their own destiny. Yeah. Uh, all they have to do is win next week. Doesn't matter what the Cowboys do, and uh, if they went, wind up winning the division, which I thought they would originally when the season started, I like their roster. Uh, but they had so many injuries and everything. If they are able to pull this out. This will be some story for the Eagles. Yeah, it'll be because it will end after that because right? they don't have a roster that can no, compete no, no. with the elite of the NFC. Yeah, you know, it's Vikings, Niners, Seahawks. I mean, oh, you no, pick your poison right. there. Could be the Packers, depending on how things go tonight. But for the Eagles, things look great. For the Cowboys, things are abysmal. Because as much as you want to talk about Dak Prescott, and we'll, we'll get into him in a couple seconds, because I know how much you, you've been waiting to talk about Dak Prescott, is that the Jason Garrett situation is where the sword is going to fall for this. All right, Jason Garrett. It's easy. It, it, look, because it, it's not Jerry Jones's fault, and if it's not Jerry Jones's fault, it's not the player's fault because this is Jerry Jones's roster. It's the one roster that he put together. It, look at here's the players. I'm the general manager, and now Jason Garrett, you have to you have to do it. I don't have a lot of sympathy for him because he's had ten years. He's been the coach since 2010. Now it's it's you know I I get that you're coaching with and against Jerry Jones. But you've had a lot of time. The fact that you go to the end of the game yesterday and your final fourth down play where your whole season is is on the line and Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb are not on the field. Cobb, who was the best receiver that final drive, caught three big first down passes. Cooper's your number one guy, but because he ran a go route to play before, he's got to be on the sideline. You could have called a timeout. It's fourth and eight. You want to make sure your best players are out there I, I'm on fourth you. and eight. And you still would have had two timeouts left, right? Didn't they have mm -hmm. three? Yeah. So it wouldn't have killed you to, to use one of them to get your right personnel and make a play and, and, and try to make a play to save your season. And, and they didn't do it. Jason Garrett is exactly what, uh, you know, Jerry Jones wants, which is basically a puppet to do so that Jerry could coach through Jason and, but, but, but not get all the blame for it. You know what I mean? Because Jerry wouldn't go down there and coach, but but that's where we are. And and if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you should be you should be really mad and upset uh, this morning that 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 they didn't win that game and win the division. Twitter at how about a fresco? Rob at Rob Parker FS1, and you you spent all night in the parking garage. Because you wanted to come in and talk about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott not being for real. I had, to I had to wake you up to say, come on, come on. I walked by your car. Come on, time to go do the show. Yeah, I told you. I've been telling Chris Broussard this for the entire season when they started off 3-0, and all those numbers. We could go back and look. Look at his numbers against the bad teams. You brought it up earlier in the program. 
It is very obvious. And when they play the better teams or the teams with better defenses, he struggles. We saw a game against Minnesota they lost. He didn't. The, the Vikings didn't have a touchdown in the game, and the Cowboys lost. Didn't have a touchdown. And then he doesn't have to throw a touchdown in this game, which they desperately needed. They can't get one touchdown settling for field goals. It didn't make any sense to me. I would not, if I'm the Cowboys, N.O.T. sign Dak Prescott to any kind of contract. And I, they'll probably franchise tag him, take another look for one more year at him. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm... I'm not sold at all. In fact, I would be looking for a new quarterback. You call him the Mafote, the most fraudulent of all time. Uh, there you go. He is the Mafote. Remember that. <laughs> Twitter right now about a fresco. Rob at Rob Parker, FS1. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Got Mike Pereira coming up next. Fox officiating analyst, former VP of NFL officiating. Got a lot of NFL to get to the day after. And oh, by the way, we'll look up ahead at the Monday night game because I got a big statement tell you what's going to happen tonight in the other game of the week besides the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's coming up next here at Fox Sports Radio. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BETNOW to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. FC. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan the Danettes. Rob Parker making a big cross-country trip after asking Doug Peterson a question in the post-game press conference last night. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. You thought I was a drunk drunk reporter in the press conference? That was not me. That wasn't you? No. I mean, because I I know the the dancing uh, you went out to do last night following the Cowboys' loss to the Eagles. No dancing. I'm a professional guy. I'm a reporter. I don't root. You know what I root for? You call you the call best. Dak Prescott the, the Mafote. He's the most fraudulent of all time. Right, but I don't root. That's just uh, me giving my opinion on it. <laughs> I'm an analyst. I do not root. I don't care if the Cowboys win or lose, but I never bought into them. That's all I'm going to tell you. I did not buy into them. Uh, everybody was random raving. Remember, it was their division to lose. They were th- three and zero to start the season. Well, they were they were good. And the thing about the Cowboys is Dak Prescott. If you want to break it down this easy for him against the bad teams this year. He was good when you faced it. When he faced a team with a defense that was pretty good, then he was bad. All right, his best games this year: Giants, Redskins, Detroit, and the Rams. Those are all his best games. All those defenses were terrible. The Rams. How many times do the Rams get lit up this season? It wasn't last year. Right. But when he plays a good defense, 
He's got a bad game. All the games where his passer rating was, was 90 or lower. Philadelphia, who's even middle of the pack. Chicago, Buffalo, the Jets, who have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. New England, Green Bay, New Orleans. And he struck, right. All those good defenses, and he struggled with all those right there. Joining us now on the hotline for more on the Cowboys, Eagles, and all the other big news in the NFL, Fox Sports Rules Analyst, former VP of NFL officiating. It's Mike Pereira. Now, normally, Mike, you come on the show at night. You're a couple of glasses of wine in. I mean, it's very <laughs> early in the morning today, so I, I wonder where you are right now. It's coffee in Philadelphia. Oh, very <laughs> You did the game. You did the game yesterday. First of all, before we get to uh, your expertise, how shocked were you by that game, considering where the Cowboys were and just that the Eagles were banged up? Well, I mean, pretty shocked. I mean, most people thought, I guess, it was going to be a close game. That wasn't me based on the performance against the Rams, uh, the Cowboys' performance that was the week before. To me, it was reminiscent of the Cowboys in weeks one, two, and three, and I thought maybe they had found it. Um, and so I went in pretty confident that the game was going to go the Cowboys' ways. But, you know, you you kind of seem to get a sense from the Cowboys early on, and, and we know that they had a couple of games where they went right down the field and scored in the first drive, and then they went flat. Right. And, you know, to me, they basically started flat and pretty much – ended flat and there didn't seem a lot of energy from the Cowboys uh, standpoint and so as the game went on and I would say you know probably midway through the second quarter it kind of became apparent to me that they just didn't have the mojo working that they had the week before and that you know week 17 it was going to take that to see who ends up winning the uh, NFC East so uh, pretty surprised. You know, the last play of the game yesterday, Mike, we've talked a lot about that, though. The last real offensive play for the Cowboys, the fourth down pass gets broken up in the end zone. They went back and looked at it for interference. And when they went to you for your analysis, I could just tell from your voice going, if they overturn this and give the Cowboys a first down, right. I'm going to be really, really mad. I mean, I inferred that from your voice when you were talking about that. Well, you know, I would have been because that would have been so far different than where this rule was at the, you know, basically the first three quarters of the season because it had to be so clear and obvious. It had to be so egregious that, quite frankly, it went too far in that direction. And now they've tried to reel it back in. And by day, I'm saying Al Riveron in New York and Russell Yerk, his assistant in replay, and they reeled it back in, but still it needs to be clear and obvious. And that's one of those where, you know, I'm looking at it and talking at the same time, and I'm saying, you know, yes, there is a con- there is contact. Does he really pin his uh, arm down? And, and, you know, does the receiver really initiate the first contact by sticking an arm in the defender's chest? A lot of ifs. And, you know, Joe says during the broadcast, but it looks like he may have the arm. And, you know, yeah, may, possibly, timing-wise, close. Um, all of those where you don't want to get involved in basically reofficiating the play. I mean, if you went back and said, okay, let's put this play up. Is it or isn't it? Officiate the play and act like no call was being made on the field. Then it might have taken a little longer to come up with, I think, the same conclusion. That it didn't significantly hinder the receiver there's always hand fighting both ways and 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 to me if they would have put you know pass interference on that play then i think they would have made a mockery out of the rule the same they were there the same way they were making a mockery out of it in the first 
three quarters of the season, but in the opposite direction. So I, I never for one second thought they would put it on. I thought it was more of a PR thing since it was the fourth down play at the end of the game and decided basically the outcome. I think they did it. I never thought they would put it on, and um, and and I think rightfully so they didn't. Now, Mike, here we are. The NFL celebrating its 100th anniversary this year, and now we got to rechange the coin toss because it's too complicated. How in the world? How can, can we just say that Dak Prescott, for whatever reason, just botched it and keep it as is? What needs to change? I don't get it. Nothing needs to change. There is nothing to change in the rule. Look at. We've changed it twice already <laughs> so in, in my time in memory. You know, we we changed it on the Phil Luckett one with the uh, Steelers and Jerome Bettis, the old huh, tails. Um, and so we said at that point then, okay, the captain must call it first. Um, and then, you know, we we changed it again a second time when the, you know, when the conversation came of the coin sticking in the ground, was it heads or was it tails? And if you basically didn't get the coin to flip, then we said, okay, you could reflip it if it doesn't flip. Now leave the damn thing alone, please, <laughs> and just use some common sense. And just if you're the referee, just if a guy says kick, you know, we want to kick, just say to him immediately, wait a minute, do you know what you're saying? And if you're a captain, be just as as positive as Dak was yesterday when he immediately shouted out, defer. Right. I, I wish Tony. I wish Tony Carini would have used a little personality and said, "Are you sure you want to defer?" Yeah. I mean, it would, right. it would have been. Great it would have been very. It would have been very funny. Very, very funny. But there's no need. There is no need to change the coin toss rule. None. I, I agree. I just. I think it's an overreaction to everything. The pass interference. Uh, changes because of what happened to the Saints. It's just every year. It's like an overreaction. It just. It's crazy. Hey, Mike, uh, one of the big uh, plays from last night we haven't gotten to a little bit yet. We had the Patrick Mahomes touchdown, and he walks off the field counting the number of players who were taken before him in the draft. Uh, was that flag-worthy for you or no? Well, listen, I, I believe any dance after a touchdown is flag-worthy. I mean, I'm the, old, remember, I'm the old president. What are you I'm doing? <laughs> I'm the past president of the No Fun League. Oh, that's know? bad. It's a game. I, I it ain't real life. It's a game, Mike. I, I, I know, but I'm old. Listen, I'm the, I'm the guy that's 70, you know, that remembers the Sayers, Gail Sayers handing the ball to the official after he scores a touchdown and acting like he's been there. I'm old. You have to give me that. And I'm also in the minority. So you've got to give me that too, but I can't, I can't just, I just like this game to be a team game and not an individual game when, you know, you put individual attention on yourself. Um, or some of your teammates, if it's a receiver, you know, do a dance, but forget about the quarterback that threw you the pass and do a dance and forget about the lineman that blocked to the quarterback. Okay. I'm old. I'm no fun league, but I'm done. I'm never going to say that again. But what I, what Holmes did, I thought it was pretty funny to tell you the truth. <laughs> it is. It was fun. And you know what? We do have a tape of you, uh, from a couple of years back when you were still with the league. 
Hey, you kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> well, bring a, bring a camera to my house uh, tomorrow. You'll get the same thing. Uh, the Mike Pereira reality show. We'll begin it. filming Very tomorrow. Nice. You can follow just him on Twitter. As you, as you both know, just bring it before the evening time. Exactly. Yeah, right. You better Bring it before four. You'll be going out on, on your way to an early bird special for dinner. <laughs> uh, he's on Twitter, at Mike Pereira. On Twitter, at Mike Pereira. Fox Sports Rules Analyst. Mike, as always, appreciate it, Thanks, my friend. Mike. Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you next Happy week. Happy holidays. All right, great stuff That's there funny. from Mike Pereira. <laughs> now, when Pereira comes on uh, my show at night, he's always like, yeah, three glasses of wine. I've had two glasses of wine. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And he, and he, he, he takes a pause. And when when... He did. He was on with us last week. He actually stopped going. Wait a minute! I've been talking too long. I need a sip of wine. And, he, and, you could, and he took a sip during the show. Very nice. Uh, Pereira's the best. Look, I understand the over-the-top celebration that you don't want anything to get because what what the officials don't want is they don't want the game to get out of control. I understand. If that. someone has some kind of crazy celebration, this means they're going to get a little extra shot or a helmet to helmet hit next time because the defense is going to be pissed off about it. I understand. I, I used to love the NFL with the fun bunch and all that. I had no issue with. I really didn't. I just you know what? If you don't if you don't want those guys to celebrate and dance, stop them from scoring. You know what I mean? Like I just thought it added to it. You remember that the cabbage patch and the fun bunch in Washington and all oh, that. Oh, Ernest Givens had the electric I slide. Right? I yes. love the electric slide. There was a lot of stuff that was just fun and, and creative and all of a sudden it became the no fun league, like he said. And, uh, now they're going back to letting people have a little fun. I, I don't want to, uh, the, you know, uh, cheerleaders jumping out of the stands and all kinds of other stuff, like holding up the game. But if they come up with something that's, uh, Fun or and then the Mahomes thing was was pretty good, wasn't it? I watched them go. Yeah, we passed on him. We we're one of those teams. Right. Just, yeah, don't play. Yeah, we passed on him. We could have had Patrick. He was Mahomes. going on yeah, all those teams. All those yeah, teams. Okay. You know, and that's the crazy thing because you look at the Chiefs who a month ago had problems. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes here at Fox Sports Radio. I mean, they had a lot of problems. Their defense wasn't playing well they weren't scoring as dynamically as they were because they couldn't run the football and that was that was a real big issue a month ago but now you fast forward and maybe because they were out of the limelight a bit it helped because now they're one game away from being the number two seed in the afc and is new england going to go into kansas city this year and win with that kind of offense i i I'm not, I, I, I don't see it i don't either i i know they won and they beat buffalo i'm i'm not so sure if josh allen had a just a a decent game. I think that Buffalo would have won that game from where they were. He didn't play that well. Um, for the, like the first half, he was, they, what they have 40 something yards before they scored yeah. that touchdown. It was really, really bad, uh, early on, but I just, and even with New England winning that game, I'm not buying into them that this was, this is last year. Oh, they struggled and then they won their last two games and then they won a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not buying that. Uh, I don't think that that team is that good, and the teams that they have to face in the AFC, and they would have to go on the road again. Uh, I don't buy that the Patriots would be able to win. I, I bet Skip Bayless on undisputed that the Pats wouldn't make it to the AFC Championship game. I that's a great bet right now. That's a great bet. Because- I bet them not to make it. This was before the season started. Uh, the only thing that hurts is that, of course, they have the other team's plays. But yeah, they get everything you need. And that, that's a tough part. Right. But, you know, but even, even this year, you're seeing with the Patriots that as good as they are, 
they're still not as good as the best teams in the AFC. No one's riding to their rescue. No, no, there's no offensive help that's coming that, oh, suddenly this is going to bring the Patriots offense back up to the level they were at when they were dominant. All right. No. Gronk's not coming back. They're not bringing Antonio Brown back. All, n- none of these things are happening. So when you're playing a team that's challenged offensively, your defense is playing well enough, you're going to win these games. But it's for the Patriots. It's like LeBron. It's about finals. It's not about winning a couple games in the playoffs. Absolutely. It's about making it to the Super Bowl. And you got two teams in front of you. You're not going to win. I you're just, not going to beat the Chiefs. You're not going to beat the Ravens. Right. I, I, I would be stunned if they were able to beat any of those teams because the way that they've played and what, what they've had, uh, this year. And, you know, people can act like, uh, Tom Brady will flip a switch and all that. I've been watching him all year. And he's not the same guy. This is the guy who won a Super Bowl last year, who didn't throw a touchdown, had a pick and a fumble, and uh, barely had 200, what do you have, uh, 200 and something yards? Barely. So he didn't play that well in the Super Bowl going back to a year ago. Well, that that's really the beginning of it. I mean, the really Rams' is. defense was better last year than it was this year. But that was the beginning of the, okay, let me see the downtick. Because the offensive line has not been as great. Brady is under a lot more duress. And you saw it more pronounced years ago when if Tom Brady got hit earlier, just if you were around him early, everything was every throw was rushed and it was low. I mean I was right, I gotta get rid of the football because I can't stand in there and take a hit. Right. And that's it. Look, no quarterbacks like to get hit, but Brady is not going to stand in there and take a hit and deliver the football. Not that's at, the one thing. I agree. And and, and at forty two and uh he, he knowing he's forty two, his body's telling him that. And that's the one, if you want to take a wide-angle lens on the Patriots and an era of almost 20 years of dominance, look, we give the Dallas Cowboys a lot of credit for, hey, they built a team from the offensive line out. Look how good they are. We want to do that for them a few years ago. Remember there was a big run when Dak's rookie year was, well, the Cowboys' offensive line is really the MVP of the NFL. Bill Belichick's got to be saying, I figured that thing out in 2003 because Tom Brady, when did he ever really get hit? No, he when, didn't. when was he ever not comfortable in the and, pocket? And, and that makes a big difference. If you give a quarterback time and protection, I'm talking about you don't have to be the greatest quarterback. Seriously, you can deliver the football if you have that time and you know you got a little time to be able to survey the field and look for your receivers. The problem comes when you're under duress and and you just got to kind of get rid of the football, and that's where the mistakes. That's where you throw the picks. That's where those things happen, or you or you fumble the football. So Tom Brady has had that benefit, no no doubt about it. Yeah, and and that's the difference between a quarterback like Brady and a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, who when the play breaks down, he can step up in the pocket, buy an extra couple of seconds. We would find Antonio Brown wide open or some would be able Unless to find someone. Unless they're playing someone. the Patriots. That, that was the big kryptonite for them. But that's the thing is that they figured that out. Is Belichick, they've always had a good offensive line. There's never been any, this is the first time where you can see the erosion because Brady's getting a little bit older and the offensive line isn't quite as good. And now it's, boy, Brady drops back and, and, and he's under pressure. And because you don't have Randy Moss and Wes Welker, it's tighter windows to throw the football in it. You got to throw it faster. It's just not working as much for him. And that, that's the, that's the real takeaway from this. Because if you put Tom Brady on a different team, like let's just say Tom Brady left the Patriots at, which it looks like he's going to do, right? Vo- voiding his contract, selling his house, Alex Guerrero selling his house, all of these things. It looks like he's going to go someplace else. Can you imagine him next year on the Chargers per se, when you have weapons in the backfield to get the ball to? And, they, and you have weapons at wide receiver. You got Keenan Allen still in his prime. And they have Williams. a defense. They got a, they got a lot of things that make that attractive. And remember, they're trying to sell tickets to a brand new stadium. 
I think that that's, that scenario is realistic. And when you think about the history of the NFL and all these great quarterbacks, right? Joe Montana played in, played elsewhere. Uh, um, who else? Uh, well, Pey- Peyton, Manning Peyton Manning played he's, somewhere. He's trying to Joe do. Joe Namath played yeah. somewhere. Uh, not Bart's, very well, though. No, yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah. but, but they all moved on. Mm-hmm. And Mo, Brett Favre played somewhere else. All these great quarterbacks didn't play their entire career and they moved on. Eli would have been somewhere. I'm not saying putting him in the same class, but he won two Super Bowls with the Giants. If he was willing to, he would have probably would have wound up in, in uh, Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. He probably could have been down there if he wanted to, but he just decided that he wanted to stay. But most quarterbacks don't wind up getting to stay the whole time. And I think if you're the Patriots, you got to think about the future. Well, I think I think that's like almost a fait accompli at this point, that Brady's going to leave after this year. And he's looking at doing what Peyton Manning did. Peyton Manning, leaving the Colts, I'm coming off this injury, where am I going to go and still be Peyton Manning? Right? I'm going to go to Denver, where I'm going to get 10 more yards on all of my passes at home because of the thin air. We have weapons on offense. We have a really good defense. I'm going to go and I'm going to give myself a great last three or four years. And Brady wants to do the exact same thing. Where am I going to go for the next three to four years and still be a really good quarterback? But if he chooses the Chargers, they have the weapons, they have the new stadium, they have the nice weather. That certainly is a great option for him. The Bears could be an option for him, depending on them moving on. But well, he's, because he's the looking Bears... at where's, where's my spot going to be where I can be Brady again and maybe win one or two more and show Belichick, who I've had this love-hate relationship with for most of my career, hey, I can win before you can. I, I totally agree that there's a degree of that where he wants to win where it says, I, I wasn't just a product or a system of Bill Belichick's uh, system that it was about me. And if you go win somewhere else, same thing, if Belichick could have won without Brady, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. take a look and say, well, it wasn't Brady. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan Patrick. Twitter at How about a Fresca? Rob at Rob Parker FS1. Coming up next, two quarterbacks that may be at the end for different reasons. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you could speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Rob, with Mike Harmon is my show. Rob Parker is on The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard. The conversation 
Rob and I were just having yes. a couple seconds ago. You no longer want to listen to new music. You just want your hundred favorite songs on your iPod, and that's it. I'm so bad. Uh, you don't want any nothing new. No, I'm good. Greta with Van my, Fleet. Nothing. No, no. no I just I'm want good songs with my I know. Songs. I don't. Good. I don't want anything new. Nancy Sinatra. These boots are made for Nancy walking. <laughs> no Ariana Grande. No, no. no. I just want the, my hundred favorite songs. I've listened to them on a repeat, on a loop for the rest of my life. Strawberry alarm clock. I get one to a hundred, and then we start and again. That's it. That's all I want to hear. I love what I like. What I like. I, I'm so bad. I'm. I'm the guy who still watches Star Trek reruns. I'm just like that. Show went off in like the '60s. I, hey, and you're gonna go see a new Star Wars movie, right? I Rise am. Of Skywalker. That, right, I, I'm gonna try to do something different. Okay. And you know, I don't think I'm gonna get what I want for Christmas because I asked my uh, nieces and nephews for a Rubik's want, cube. Want, uh, or I think you're gonna say, say a VHS recorder. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find that so, so I can that can, So that I can tape the Star Trek. Yeah. Can I do okay. that? I, I think, you yes, remember the yes. days? Yeah. You're, 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 you're younger than me, but the days where we used to tape stuff and come home and watch it. And you had to decide, because oh, your videotape, you could tape it at, at, a, at a good quality if, if you taped on the two hours, or, or, but it was lower quality for four hours, hours and six hours. Exactly, yeah. in those days. Yeah, you could barely see stuff on the on the six. I got three movies on this VC, VHS tape, though. I can remember being at a big at a wedding with friends and... and and it's a, it was a Sunday night wedding. And back then, uh, in love, in living color was the big show on, mm -hmm. on Sunday nights. Everybody loved it. So we were all sitting around at this wedding talking about, uh, that back our when VC it was James Carey. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That our VCRs were, uh, uh, were taping the show and we couldn't wait to get home to watch it. <laughs> How sad. It was sad. Well, the end comes for all of us, Rob Parker. Yes, it and does. The end looks like it's coming for a couple of quarterbacks, especially after what we saw in Week 16. Philip Rivers and the Chargers fall to the Raiders, and look, it's a shame that Philip Rivers has to go out in a stadium that is mainly filled with the opposing team's fans every week against the Raiders. Oh, I thought they were on the road. I'm sorry. What was uh, I thinking? It, you know, look, it, I feel bad because he's had a Hall of Fame career. But he said after has the he game, had a Hall of Fame career? Oh, sure he has. Okay. You look at Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's got a Hall of Fame career. He I'm says he's still playing. And, he, and he's got time. He knows he can still play at a high level. I, I don't see that. The Chargers know they have to move on. It was clear this year he's not quite the same quarterback he was. I don't know who says, yes, Philip Rivers for a year, and then we can bridge to our next quarterback. I, I, I think he might have to retire in the offseason. I, I agree with you. I, I'm, I don't see it. Especially when you have an escape clause. He doesn't have a con. It's different if he had one year left and, and you know what I mean? And you just decide to, well, let's just go one more year or whatever, but he's done. They can wash their hands and move forward. So it would only make sense that you need to do something else to re-sign Phillip Rivers. And, and I, I've asked people forever. Some people you just talked about had a Hall of Fame career, steady guy, played all these years. I would take an Eli Manning's career, that, which wasn't great during the regular season, but has two Super Bowls any day over Phillip Rivers. Any day. Oh, I, look, they're both going to the Hall of Fame. Especially Eli got his all-time record back to 500 before they said, Eli, sit down. All right, great. I don't want to, I don't want to be under 500 because the Hall of Fame's going to go, oh, he's not even over 500 for his career. So he got it back to 500 at least. But, but the, the other stuff, it's about winning. And, when you talk about the same thing with, with, uh, Philip Rivers, there's something empty there. And he had players. LT was there with him. There were some great players along the way. They just never could win. There were those playoff games that they lost when Schottenheimer were, was the coach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they were in the mix, 
They just never got there. But uh it's about winning. So I would take a guy, especially, I always say anybody can win one. The, the stars align, everything works out, you, you get the right bounce, you know, anybody can. You think it's easy to win one. I don't, it's easy to win a championship. E- no, I didn't say it's easy. You just said anybody could win Any, one. But anybody can Freddie win Kitchens. one. Freddie Kitchens. No, he can't win one. <laughs> But once you win twice, I think you, it just puts you in a different, do you, do you know what I mean? Put oh, you in a sure. different, sure. Cause two times you can't get lucky twice. You can get lucky once. Hard to get lucky twice. That's why I think Eli, a lot of people don't think that he's a Hall of Famer. And I think they would be, they're mistaken that for a guy to win two Super Bowls, be the Super Bowl MVP of both and Jason, have signature throws in both games. People forget mm-hmm. the David Tyree, you want to call it lucky. That's fine. That didn't win the game. That wasn't a touchdown. Eli still had to throw a touchdown to Plaxico Burst to win the game. So for people always say, well, but that was lucky. Dude, watch that play again. See how Eli avoids the rush and makes the play. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of, and then the throw to Manningham mm-hmm. is as good as it gets. Oh, you drop it. Yeah. That was, right? that was a phenomenal throw. That's yeah, one of the greatest throws he's in go, Super he's Bowl going history. Hall, he's going to the Hall of Fame. But uh, Phillip Rivers, I, come on. Thank you very much. But unless he's starting a football team with his all of his kids, there's no way I want Phillip Rivers on my team. I think it's also ending and should be ending for Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. Look, they lose last night 26-3, to but it's not about last night. It's a fact that this is three years in to Mitchell Trubisky, and clearly he is not improved. He regressed this year, and you're seeing guys now, it's just a different time in the NFL, where if you're a first-round quarterback, you get a couple of years, but then we're going to move on from you. Look, Josh Rosen had a year before the Cardinals said, okay, we have a high enough draft pick, we're moving on. And here's the other part. Trubisky's just not been good. You can't waste that defense. That that If you're the Bears, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you got to really decide if you're going to fix this now or hope that he bounces back. When they started the year, remember against the Packers and they, what they score three points or? Yeah, it was remember, 10 7, I think was the score. 10 yeah. 7 or, um, uh, it was bad from the beginning and it really never got better. No, he's, he's a player that if he had more around him, cause I will give him this, he doesn't have nearly enough weapons around him to succeed. They don't have any, anybody, any depth at wide receiver, but besides Allen Robinson, the running game is not as strong. He needs better players around him, but bottom line, he's not a transcendent quarterback. He's not someone that's even shown I can win football games when you give me a chance. I can pull things out in the clutch. It looked like he was getting there a little bit last year, but this year's just been such a regression. I mean, look, he's going to finish the year. He's not even going to throw 20 touchdowns. He's not, he's barely going to crack 3,000 yards in passing. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in, this in is a league. team... That Tom Brady says, hey, maybe I go to Chicago. I could throw the ball in, in, in bad weather. Just make sure you get me some more weapons. And I got a great defense, but I mean, that's where the Bears have to be looking at. We got to find an upgrade here at quarterback. No, I agree. I, I, I think that if they're serious about trying to win and they got a defense in place, you need a better quarterback and Trubisky is taking a step back and you, and you really, if you bring him back and just think like, uh, uh, Things are going to be okay, then I think Bears fans will be bummed. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Rob at Rob Parker FS1. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes out today. Jason and Rob in for them. We got more on the Cowboys and their complete implosion coming up next. Speaking of implosion, we have the Browns as well. What to make of Odell Beckham Jr. You were duped. You thought the Browns was, were going to make the playoffs. No, 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 no. The Cowboys duped me. The Cowboys duped me. I was on the Browns in the beginning. And also, 
Could Marshawn Lynch be on his way back to the Seahawks? During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.